Hello, folks, and welcome to another Lightroom tutorial podcast. I'm George Jardine, Pro Photography Evangelist of Adobe Systems. In this tutorial, we're going to take a quick look at how Lightroom's Edit in Photoshop command works with RGB files. This tutorial won't cover every possible workflow when it comes to external editors and Lightroom, but rather, the focus today will be specifically on how you can manage your layered Photoshop files within Lightroom and get the most out of the options in this handy little window, the Edit in Photoshop dialog. Okay, we're starting out today in Lightroom. This is a flat Photoshop file. It only has the one background layer. And I have not yet made any develop changes to it here in Lightroom. So what you're seeing here is more or less the pure Photoshop file. This will be our starting point. And as you can see over here, all the basic develop controls are set to zero. And the curve is flat, which is the default starting point for RGB files. And just to be sure, I can always click the reset button, which sets everything on this photo back to its defaults. Okay, let's send this file over to Photoshop. And I'm going to do that by choosing Edit Photo with Adobe Photoshop right here, or by just hitting Command E. That would be Control E on Windows. This request brings up a dialog with a few options. Let's start with the Edit Original option. This doesn't create a new file or add anything to your Lightroom library. And note that our Copy File options down here are all grayed out because we're not creating anything new. We're just opening the original. It's as simple as that. And note in the fine print right here, it says Lightroom adjustments will not be visible. Again, that's because we're editing the original and not creating anything new. If you have questions about how or where the source file is located, or about the non-destructive way that Lightroom handles your files, I highly recommend that you go back and watch podcast number 45, The Lightroom Catalog. Okay, so we're going to choose Edit Original and click Edit. This simply tells Photoshop to open the source file. And now it opens in Photoshop, appearing identical to the way it appears in Lightroom. Now, I can generally do all the cropping and corrections that I want to do to a photo in Lightroom, but this is a special case. What I want to do here today is add some color and texture to this area in the Soji screen, and that's a job for Photoshop. So I'm going to start by opening up my texture file, which is just a photograph of some rice paper that I have here, and I'll use the arrow tool, and I'll just drag it right into the other photo. And then I'll position it right over here, because I want to be using this best part of the texture along this edge for the Soji screen. Now, we need to make a mask for the basic area of the Soji screen. And I just happen to have one here that I created earlier, right over in my channels palette. I'll just load that as a selection by holding down my command key and clicking it once. Cool. And next I'll add a layer mask to our new layer. And I'll choose Reveal Selection. And finally, I can finish things up by setting the layer blending mode to multiply, and then dial back the opacity to about 30% or so. There, that's just about what I'm looking for. To check my work, I'll just turn off and on the eyeball for that new layer. This is before, and this is after. Before, after. That adds just a little bit of color and texture to an otherwise kind of overexposed part of the picture where I wanted to preserve some detail. Okay, now I want to save. And I'm going to do that by just hitting Command-S or by going up here to the File menu and choosing Save. 
We want Lightroom to see and to manage these changes we're making in Photoshop, right? So that's why I'm choosing Save and not Save As. Save is going to write the changes I've made directly into the same file that Lightroom is managing. And that's what I want. And one more thing, this compatibility warning. You should turn this on to always be sure and write a preview in your Photoshop Preferences under File Handling. You see, Lightroom can't work with individual layers in a Photoshop file. Lightroom is always working on the composite or flattened version of your Photoshop file, so it relies on that compatibility option. Okay, I'll close those up and jump back over here to Lightroom. And so, now back in Lightroom, we can clearly see the changes to the Soji screen that we made over in Photoshop by adding that new layer. But here in Lightroom, two things become interesting. One is that we can't make Lightroom adjustments to the Photoshop layers in the file independently of one another. We're always stuck working on the composite. But we can make changes. So two is that we can add non-destructive edits here in Lightroom on top of the layered information we built over in Photoshop, all without changing the layered structure of the file. So, working with these two programs together, we end up with a really interesting mix of Lightroom's completely non-destructive capabilities and Photoshop's inherently destructive pixel editing behavior. And that opens up all kinds of interesting possibilities. To dig into that just a little bit, let's add a Lightroom effect to this layered Photoshop file. Over here in my Develop Presets, I'm just going to pick out one of these cool presets that ships with Lightroom, Antique Grayscale. Now remember, this does not really modify my Photoshop file in any way. Lightroom never changes the pixels in your Photoshop file. Okay, now that we've applied a develop preset to this photo, let's take a look at our next option with Edit in Photoshop, and that is to create a copy. I'll choose Edit in Photoshop once again, but this time I'm going to select the Edit a Copy option. And when I do that, and then click the Edit button, Lightroom actually duplicates the entire Photoshop file for you, layers and all. It embeds the new duplicate file right in your library so that you can easily manage it with Lightroom. And then it hands off the new file to Photoshop. Now, over here in Photoshop, you're going to want to notice a couple of things. First, note that Lightroom has indeed duplicated the file. It's exactly the same as the original, with the two layers and everything intact. Also notice that the color has not been modified from the original. This shows that the antique grayscale look we applied over in Lightroom is non-destructive and Lightroom never changes the pixels of the file on your disk. Finally, note that Lightroom has added the word Edit to the file name up here, so that you can tell it apart from the original in your library. Now, you can create a new file with your Lightroom changes baked in, and that's next. So close this up and go back to Lightroom. Okay, you should know that in Lightroom there are two different ways to create a new file from any source file, and bake in the changes that you've applied in Lightroom. One is to use the export dialog. Export always creates new files and never touches your originals. The second way to bake your changes into a new file is to use the Edit in Photoshop and choose our last option up here at the very top, Edit a Copy with Lightroom Adjustments. And now, this is where our Copy File options come into play. When you choose to edit a copy with Lightroom Adjustments, Lightroom is creating an entirely new file with all your Lightroom Adjustments baked in and you get to choose the file format, the color space, the bit depth, and the compression type if you're going out to a TIFF format. Since my original is in Adobe RGB space, I'm going to stick with that for this new file and click Edit. 
Once again, this creates an entirely new file, which is embedded into my Lightroom library, and then handed off to Photoshop. Once open in Photoshop, you can plainly see that there are no layers this time, and that the antique grayscale effect has indeed been completely burned into the pixels. Lightroom has made a new, flattened version of the file, which it must do to bake in the adjustments that you have applied in the non-destructive environment. And again, subsequent changes you make here in Photoshop will be recognized by Lightroom and reflected in your library once you save. For instance, if I were to hit Shift-Command-U to choose to completely remove all the color from this RGB file, and then hit Command-S, like this, you'd see that change reflected in your library in just a few moments. And now, back in Lightroom, I'm still free to continue to edit the file in any way I choose. So, as you can see, managing your photos in Lightroom's non-destructive environment, while using Photoshop to make those no-holds-barred surgical changes that you might want to make, can give you all the flexibility and power you'll ever need to make your photos look their best. So that's it. The basics of the Edit in Photoshop command in Adobe Lightroom. Please feel free to send your comments and suggestions to me at georgej at adobe.com. And always remember rule number five.